Hello, everyone. This is Gerald Salenti. And again, we're honored on this May 18th, 2022, to have with us Judge Andrew Napolitano. And as I say, nobody says what Judge Andrew Napolitano says with the judicial authority that he has, the background that he has, where he's been and what he knows. And we're in a very critical time of our lives right now with our Constitution, our Bill of Rights ripped up to shreds and more and more draconian mandates being imposed upon us and the loss of our freedom, our peace and our justice. Thank you so much for being here today, Judge Napolitano. And it's a I pleasure. want to it's a pleasure to be with you, Gerald, no matter what we're talking about. <laughs> Thank you. You know, um, they had this uh, maniac guy over there up in Buffalo, New York, that committed this uh, tragedy this past Saturday. And uh, you write about it's blaming the Constitution. Within hours of the tragic killing, you write, of 10 Americans, nine black and one white, in a Buffalo supermarket by a deranged white racist last week, the governor of New York began calling for infringements upon personal liberty. First, she argued that social media platforms were somehow liable for these killings since they provided a platform from which the killer could reinforce his hatreds on which he could manifest them. Then, she argued that hate speech and incendiary speech should be prosecuted. Finally, she attacked the U.S. Supreme Court, which is about to rule on a challenge to New York's restrictive concealed carry laws. She said twice that, quote, New York is ready for you. You go on to say it is unclear just what she meant, but the implication was that she'd find a way around whatever the court rules. So just think about this. It's a tragedy, a mass killing by a, a kid who had been arrested by the police and confined in a, a mental facility uh, for two and a half days and still under New York law was le legally allowed to buy the gun. He legally owned this gun. She attacks the First Amendment, freedom of speech, and then she attacks the Second Amendment. Does she really think that a person who's willing to commit mass murder is going to comply with gun law? No, <laughs> she's attacking the liberty of the rest of us. Hate speech is protected. Incendiary speech is protected. The right to keep and bear arms is not protected in New York. If people in that supermarket had been armed and knew how to use their weapons, he would have been stopped. So she's, she's just in the wrong direction. Why does government attack freedom? Because government hates freedom. Because uh, government is the opposite of freedom. Because government is the negation of freedom. Government hates freedom. What'd you say? Government is the opposite of freedom. Government is the negation of freedom. Government is the opposite and the negation. Freedom. And government is the negation of freedom. You, you freedom is our, our, natural, our natural right. We are naturally free. Government only exists by taking freedom away from us. It also exists by taking assets away from us. <laughs> yeah. 
Now, boy, you, you, you just summed up everything. That's exactly what they do. The government hates freedom. These are the, you know, when you see a crazy person walking down the street or you see one on the street, you know, they're out of their mind by the, you know, they're crazy. These people are lunatics too. They just hide it better. Yes. They are mentally deranged people. They are arrogant, sociopaths, psychopaths, and pathological liars. They're brilliant at hiding their mental illness. The very weapon that she condemned this crazy person for owning and using is used and possessed by the bodyguards that work for the state and surround her 24-7. So that's fine. They're better than we are. We're only plantation workers of Slavelandia, so we don't count. You know, you go on, again, you mentioned it, but I want to make this really clear. The critical error is a mistaken belief that someone willing to commit mass murder will somehow comply with gun regulations. You can't even say this with a straight face. It's so absurd. But this is the argument that the gun crowd makes. This is the argument that Joe Biden made when he was in Buffalo yesterday. I don't, I don't blame him for, for going, but this is the argument he made yesterday. He and she, Governor Hochul, both attacked uh, social media. Do they really want the government to be in the business of deciding what social media can post and what people can read? If that's the case, then they should cut a hole in their copy of the Constitution where the First Amendment is. Because the First Amendment stands for the proposition the government has no role, no role in the marketplace of ideas. Yeah, they control us. So, I mean, it's just, you know, beyond the, you know, they, they talk about this guy being a, um, you know, uh, a, a killer and, and, and deranged and, and about his hate speech and, how about the hate speech of let's hate Saddam Hussein who has weapons of mass destruction and ties to Al-Qaeda and it's a total lie. Is that hate speech? How about the hate speech from the Nobel Peace of Crap Prize winner, Barack Obama? Assad has to go. That's a quote. President yes. Assad of Syria, who has nothing to do with the United States, no threat to the United States. He ha Is that hate speech? Is it hate speech that Gaddafi has to go, Muammar Gaddafi, the former head of, of Libya, the richest country in Africa, that thanks to Obama and NATO, they murdered and destroyed the country? Isn't that hate speech? Yes, it is. Well, another thing the government hates is the government loves, it loves hatred. It loves to focus our hatred. Hate Saddam Hussein, hate the Soviet Union, hate Iran, hate COVID, hate Putin. The, the, the government thrives on hatred because it can, it can focus people's energies and attentions. It can induce compliance among the electorate, and it can induce money out of the electorate. It's almost like a soft form of war when the government can focus our hatred on somebody or something. Wow, you, you really nail it. Um, and again, you know, the stupidity, like you said, I mean, it's really, it doesn't matter to the killer what the gun laws are. He will find a way 
to attempt to kill. Now, I have to, I have to correct you here. You're being sexist. You said he will find a way to attempt to kill. You have to say uh, they, 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 you're being, we, we, we may get, we may get taken off YouTube for you saying he, you know, but three, just as an aside, three, eight year old boys in Wisconsin are being prosecuted by the board of education of the state, not the local board for refusing to use they with respect to a classmate who is a girl, but prefers to be called they. And they're actually prosecuting three eight-year-olds for either refusing or mistakenly saying she or her rather than they. This, this is The world is just insane. It insane. is. This is insanity. If, if we were to make up a horror movie, and that was one of the, the, the clips in the horror movie, it would be perfect. Just like when you think about when they launched the COVID war, what was the first thing that people did? They ran out and bought toilet paper, right? I mean, I'm not making this up. And they fought each other fighting over who's going to get the toilet paper. And, you know, right. they've been using toilet paper since the, um, uh, you know, way, way back in the, before the human, you know, it's been going off a century. Scott toilet paper has been selling, you know, during the, uh, you know, BC. I mean, you know, did you ever hear water? <laughs> no, no, no. Only toilet paper. A again, the whole thing is going down crazy. And and you're pointing it out in, in bits and pieces because the reality is, and we talked about this last week, when you were a judge and you had to prosecute people, you had to send them to jail for smoking a joint. Right? Yes. It's terrible. All right, now. And when I didn't, I was reversed by the appellate courts. All right. There you go. So now, anybody that, you know, including myself, that wanted to get pot when it was legal, could get it anytime, anywhere, anyplace. And the same thing with guns. There are what? About 350 million guns out there? Yes. A yes, murderer sir. could get a gun anytime they want to get it. So these laws are totally useless, like all the other laws that they put in place. Because, as you mentioned, if the killer wants to get the weapon, the killer gets the weapon. The law Correct. doesn't make any difference. How Correct. stupid can you be? The only thing that stops the killer is superior firepower. There was a retired Buffalo cop working as a security guard, an, an older gentleman who was armed, but who had not qualified with the gun. He had not been tested on a gun range in a while. And he shot five times at this kid, missed all five times. The kid turned around and hit him. If more than one person had been able to shoot at him and he turned, they would have stopped him before he killed uh, 10 people. Listen, I'm not in favor of the Wild West, but I am in favor of what Justice Scalia called the natural and ancient right to self-defense extended to modern means. You are entitled to defend yourself using the same means <clears throat> that bad guys have. Yeah. And you're entitled to defend yourself using the same means that the government has. Now, the government's better than we are. We're just, we're, again, we don't count at all. 
the government. Again, these these are most of these people are mentally deranged, you know. And going back to you know, you know, look at the we're really on the same page here because of all of the hypocrisy of the crap spewing out of Hochul's mouth. It's okay to send lethal weapons to slaughter thousands of people and destroy a whole country. Let's send them to Ukraine. Look at the cover. Here's the cover of this week's Trends Journal. Right. Yep. Good violence, bad violence. You're right. Yep. Gerald, uh, we were on the same page when I wrote my column and you and your uh, the wonderful people that work for you crafted the front page and the lead uh, the lead stories. You could say the same thing. I think it was last week's Trends Journal. Hands off my body. I want an abortion. But that doesn't apply to masks and vaccines. Hands no. off my body. Yeah, what hypocrisy. The government, the government always talks out of both sides of its mouth. Yep. You know, that's Anthony Frieda came up with that. He was, he's the artist. I didn't even put that... He heard me say that one time and he came up with that, the, the, the bad violence and good one. And again, look at the $40 billion plus when you add all the others, about $54 billion that we've sent to Ukraine to keep this war going. And this past Sunday, Monday, they, uh, the uh, Russian defense troops beat the, um, the Ukrainian fighters in Mariupol. Yeah. And the headlines were that it wasn't that they surrendered. It was what? That they, uh, the combat mission was over. Right. Because the media, inexplicably, but this is the case now, the media is on the same side uh, as the government. The media yep. has bought and swallowed the thou shalt hate Putin and hate all things uh, Russian. Hey, how well are those sanctions going, Joe Biden? You don't even hear about them anymore. Is the Russian economy crippled? Are the Russian troops not able to have a lunch every day and not able to have uh, rounds in their bullets and their guns because we've crippled the economy? Whatever happened to that? You know, this, again, our economy is going down. People are living paycheck to paycheck. And some $54 billion has been sent over there. And again, it's very important, this... Um, this port city that they just overtook, this is going to be a land bridge to Crimea. And most importantly, it's full control of the Sea of Azov. So that cuts off all Ukrainian maritime trade leaving there. Wow. So this is a very big victory for them, but it's totally whitewashed out of the mainstream media. And as you mentioned about Russia, their ruble now is, is back up. And we're saying that Russia is going to be more self-sufficient. They're going to be pulling more and more away from globalization because they have the human and natural resources not to rely on other nations for their survival. You don't have to worry about supply chain disruptions when you're making the products at home. And again, the big news is that Oh, now McDonald's is officially pulled out of uh, of Russia. Oh, how terrible. Now the people can't eat crap anymore. They got to find it somewhere else. You know, I mean, you know, this is the news. And again, the biggest news in America, and, and to show you how worthless it is, is this guy, this Johnny Depp in his herd thing. This is going oh on for like God. a month. 
What the hell do I care about this guy? Why do I have to hear one word about it? And it's on every major channel. I was on WABC with Sid and Bernie the other day. And they said to me, are you following the trial? I said, absolutely not. It's the most disgusting thing imaginable. Just reading the headlines. Yeah. And you're right. That's what's captivating uh, America. The jury should say a pox on both your houses. What a waste of the jury's time and of the government's resources to try and resolve uh, this kind of horrific nonsense. But as the people are focused in on this, they're missing the trends that are shaping the future. Yes, they are. They're blind to the future. And, And the masses are just following like they always do. We are headed to... The United States, to me, is at war with Russia. It's not a proxy war. They're at war. And now this is a headline out of the Jerusalem Post today. U.S. to refuel Israeli warplanes during massive drill. You ready? Simulating Iran attack. Uh, What does this mean? If Iran attacks Israel, I hope they don't, but if Iran attacks Israel... We're going to send troops and material over there to defend Israel. Another war, just like Joe Biden sent troops into Somalia last week. Most Americans don't even know what Somalia is or where Somalia is. That's what right. does that have to do with our national security? None of the again. But you said, what if Israel? What if Iran attacks Israel? What if Israel attacks Iran? Oh, they'll expect us to support them. We, oh, yeah. And, and that's what about, probably that's probably the more likely scenario. Yeah. The Israeli drill, you ready? Dubbed <laughs> Chariots of Fire. Oh, jeez. Who comes up with these names? Mentally ill people. Channel 13 revealed on Tuesday night that U.S. refueling tankers will drill the mid-air refueling of Israeli fighter jets during the Iran attack simulation. The U.S. Central Commander Chief Michael Carilla landed in Israel to participate in the drill. Isn't that great? Now, you know, how about it's okay for Israel also to bombs away at Syria anytime they want? Uh, but God yeah. forbid Russia does anything or the United States does anything. Yeah. Russia is a crime. Again, I'm t- we're both totally opposed to Russia's invasion. Of course. We're totally opposed to it. But the hypocrisy here with the United States' long list of war crimes and when Israel could do anything that they want, but the hatred, and you said it before, and it's so important what you said about government loves to hate. It loves to focus to zero in, to focus people's hatred. This was a lesson from uh, uh, 1984. The the uh, person everybody hated, his name was Emmanuel Goldstein. I don't know where George Orwell came up with that name, but that was his name. And people went to movie theaters just to watch Emmanuel Goldstein. I don't even know if he actually existed. Mouth things and the crowds would scream hatred and throw things at the... Uh, at the screen in the uh, in the movie theater, and the government encouraged this uh, that he was the enemy of the people and the enemy of their freedom. The American government has been doing the same thing 
for generations. Germans in World War I, the Nazis in World War II, the Soviets, our former allies right after World War II, Iran, Iraq, um, Hussein, Putin, whatever, COVID, whatever, whoever they want us to hate at the moment. Well, you said it. It's, it's really summed it up. The government is the enemy of freedom. Yes, it is. And yes, by is. their deeds, you shall know them. And they continue to rob us of our freedom. And until we unite for freedom, peace, and justice, I think we're going to see more and more hell on earth. And the things that you said about those eight-year-old kids, you're an eight-year-old kid. And even if you said what they said, you're making this a crime and you're wasting time, money, energy, and killing the spirit of young little kids and screwing them up for life. Terrorizing them. Absolutely. Terrorizing. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much, Judge. And thank you, Gerald. Like I, I said, no matter what we talk about, it's always a pleasure, my dear friend. Well, thank you so much for having me uh, doing this and 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 giving the people what you know and and how you feel. And again, it's not about your emotions or or your your beliefs. It's about your knowledge of what America is, what the Constitution represents, the Bill of Rights, and how they're being robbed from us. So. It's not what we like and don't like. It's what is. And thank you for being that authority, that judicial authority that gives us that information. So we'll see you next week, Judge. You got it, Gerald. All the best.